Welcome back to Modern Day Disciples, aka MDD, the podcast where we hear real stories from modern day disciples. My name is Kevin Bernaga. I'm the youth minister at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in San Jose, California. And my name is Ana Fuentes. I'm the youth minister at St. Anthony's Parish in San Jose, California. Dude, happy Lent! Happy Lent! Oh happy my gosh. Lent! You guys, we have a super special episode for you today. It's very special. We, we, we haven't posted in like maybe a week. Yeah, um, we, due to some we, stuff that we'll talk about. Oh, for sure, for sure. But we're in our Lenten season now. So we actually have a special Lenten edition of the MDD podcast this week, guys. We do. So we unfortunately don't have a guest this week, but we're going to talk all things Lent. We're going to do some things that are a little different from what we usually um, do gonna, on the podcast. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Yes. Do a little remix of the episode. It'll be really fun. And we hope that you guys stick with us for this special Lenten episode. That's a remix. <laughs> uh, let's let's get into our highlights. We've been gone for a couple weeks now. Yeah, due to um, a little conference in SoCal. Yeah, we were down in Los Angeles, LA for uh, wait, 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 shout out LA though. Sorry, I had to say it. That was a little inside joke with my teens when we went down to Youth Day. So something happened. We were in the car. We were driving down. Mm-hmm. That was just very quintessential LA. Quintessential. Yo, okay. I got that. I got that SAT vocabulary. <laughs> okay, what was quintessential about it? So we're sitting in the car. What do you think? When you think of LA, what do you think of? Uh, the long drive, palm trees, Hollywood, traffic. Were you sitting Dude, in traffic? It was literally traffic. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally we're sitting in traffic, and then one of my teens was like, "LA though," <laughs> and then every time something like quintessential LA happened, we're just like, "LA though." <laughs> I literally, I have a bracelet. That's a custom-made bracelet from Disneyland that says LA, LA though. though. Do they all have it? Are you guys all Only matching? one one other teen got it, and oh, so okay. now I just have a matching Vinny. bracelet. Vinny, yes. <laughs> that's, every time I say LA though. <laughs> that's so funny. It's funny. It's funny. But no, that that was the reason why we missed an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but how was how was Congress for you, Kev? Dude, LA Congress was a blast. Like we went down with a group of young adults and um we just went to Disney first. We, instead of going to Youth Day, we didn't go to Youth Day um because I didn't bring any youth. We just went with our young adults and so we spent Thursday at Disneyland. Uh awesome. Yes. By the way. Wait, amazing. tell me about it, dude. Dude, Rise of the Resistance, the new ride at Disneyland. We Okay. Can you I gotta tell, you, tell the whole story. One you of the, have to. This is one of the craziest things that happened. So um, this is prior to the conference starting on Friday, but on Wednesday, we get in on Wednesday. And so we're planning to go early to Disney on Thursday in order to get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. And so I um, woke up at like five, right? Five, four thirty five. And I was like, I'm going to that night we went we did a target run so i bought like some breakfast stuff i'm like i'm gonna cook everyone breakfast they're gonna oh wake gosh, up what a nice guy they're gonna wake up to the smell of garlic rice some bacon some eggs you oh know, dang okay okay out, okay out, you know? i see you so we're in this um airbnb and so i start i i open all the windows i turn on the exhaust and the lights in the kitchen and i just start cooking right so i'm cutting up the bacon i'm frying the bacon and suddenly because i guess of the smoke of the bacon the entire house's like fire alarm system went off and it's not like one of those fire alarms that are just on the ceiling like one of those round ones it's an actual like if you're in a business like a oh no your school like a fire alarm went off and everybody just woke up right i woke everybody up and we were freaking out because the um the owners of the airbnb were actually in the house behind us so that we're in a separate kind of 
house it's yeah. really weird i guess it was like a, a guest house kind of and so we're like oh my gosh it's it's like four or five in the morning we're gonna wake them up but apparently they slept through it oh which is that's which is really amazing. lucky for you like, guys thank god <laughs> um and so that was a really rude awakening but i we ended up not continuing <laughs> rise to and shine rise, rise and of the shine. okay i tried <laughs> Um, we got there before eight o'clock. So eight o'clock, the, the queue opens in order to start um, joining a boarding group, right? So everybody like has it kind of does it at the same time. And they say that if you're from boarding group one to 80, then you're going to be guaranteed to ride the ride that day. If after 80, um, it's only like if they have time, you know, mm. before the park closes. And so we're like walking to our first ride. And then I see it's like 759 759 and all of us stop and we all take out our phones but like we're all we all made like a fast fast party and we're like in a circle and we're like okay and then so we refresh the page we everyone was kind of like trying to get a cue like a group number for us and then i got it dude i got dude. it guess what group number we were what number 24 oh yeah dude Dude, it was t- crazy. Tell us, tell us about the ride. I don't want to spoil it. What do people want to go? Okay, tell them what you could find out just from like hearing about it. Don't tell them like the details. Oh, okay, because that's you want to experience that firsthand. The technology on this ride is next level, dude. Like the way that they—it's a trackless ride. It's right? trackless, and you there's like lifts. There's like there's different twists to it. When you think the thing about Disney that I love is that when you think that one thing's gonna happen, the total opposite thing happens, and you're Ooh. like, it blows your mind. Um, because when on the ride, I'm like okay this is where we're gonna go this is what's gonna happen and they totally just like left me just astounded it was amazing it was one of the best rides and we got there got on it and we got off and it was still like 10 a.m <laughs> and so we got there pretty early and we had the rest of the day to just relax and chill throughout the park so um but yeah that was disney <laughs> <laughs> did something else were you down there for another yeah, reason <laughs> i think the i think the religious congress was um my main the main p- reason why we were down there and that was that was spectacular in itself i mean we this was like our fourth or fifth time depending on the group like of us going and um it was just you know it was a typical congress which was uh, awesome exhibits seeing everybody from like great speakers just walking around great artists like musical artists um and the workshops were phenomenal so what was a particular workshop that that stood out to you i think the workshop that really resonated with me the most was actually steve angusano's workshop um and so i went to his on sunday in the morning and it was um being called by grace i think that's along the lines of what the workshop was about like how to find grace in in modern day times and he just shared you know beautiful music and beautiful testimonies but he one thing that stood out to me about what he said was that um never to sell ourselves too short um and in regards to you know as a youth minister or as a minister in general like when when people say like oh good job on that event or good job with mm. that talk or that retreat or whatever it may be um we always say oh no it's all god you know it's all god which it is you know it's it's right to to glorify god and to to point point everyone towards towards god and the glory of god um and that just shows so much about your character um but he said but also don't one thing that he's learned is don't sell yourself too short because in order for that grace to happen you had to accept that grace first you had to say yes you know and he uses us he uses us as vessels for his for his greater good yeah for his greater good and so he steve just really it was a good reminder to me that you know always always point people towards god but also don't sell yourself too too short and realizing that he's using you he's mm. using you as a as a 
a vessel as a as an instrument right um and so that was that was kind of just that topic or that that point that really just resonated with my heart throughout the throughout the congress until now so yeah that's awesome yeah okay enough about me (laughs) how was your congress experience so we i took teens so my my experience looked a little different although i did see kev i did see kev for like 30 seconds it was great we were in line for astro blasters and Mm. jenny and kev came up and it was super sweet to see them i actually snagged i was taking film photos and i got them developed you got them so i'm I'm showing kev right now this is a reaction to a photo of him and jenny oh dude that's so cute doesn't that look dope whoa y'all look good i love this photo yeah, so it was super dope seeing Kevin Jenny, even if it was just for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And no, it was a really dope trip. So we drove down Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday night, we went to downtown Disney. Oh, um, nice. Some youth ministers who I think might also have my location <laughs> may have <laughs> they found, found me. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were walking through downtown Disney trying to find somewhere to eat dinner. And then these group of youth ministers come up to me and me being the person that I am, I like started walking away. <laughs> no, no, no. I love them. I just, I get easily overwhelmed. All love, all love. <laughs> Did you really start walking away? I mean, jokingly. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, and then, no, downtown Disney Wednesday night. Thursday was youth day. And yo, it was hype. Like, it was hype. So I've never been to youth day. Like, what That's what, so interesting. what happens? Like, what time? And so does it start with so, a keynote? Yeah, there, like- there are two tracks and they're kind of reversed. So one track, you do keynote and then sessions or workshops. Uh-huh. And then the other one is reversed. So it's workshops and, and then a keynote. I see. Uh, so we got there. 7 a.m oh it's so freaking early <laughs> and we get there and it's it's really dope we have our matching mama mary t-shirts Aww. um and we our keynote so it was a dude doug took so for those that don't know doug took is a dad of five girls oh. and so the way that he spoke to the females in that room was just different mm-hmm. he, t- he tells them to stand up and he was like ladies i need you to know something the world needs your feminine heart. Mm. The world needs your your kindness and your compassion. And you are a daughter of the one true king. Ooh. Buddy, you could hear a pin drop in this room. Wow. Like you could just tell his words were piercing the hearts. Did you start to cry? I mean, I tear up maybe a little bit. Stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would. I definitely would. And you know what was funny? Then he had the boys stand up. Oh, he okay. had the boys stand up, and it's so funny just the difference between how he talked to the girls and how he talked to the boys. How did he talk to the guys? He told the boys he was like, "Now, boys, I need to tell you something. You guys need to learn how to shut up Ooh. and listen." And it was like, "Oh, dang! I mean, I'm I mean, okay. I, I'm I'm with it, but wow, <laughs> okay. I'm with it, but like, I don't know if I say it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but he talked about how like the world needs them to serve." Mm. needs them to put themselves aside and and just be like to to truly serve others and to get out of their own way um and it was very powerful it was a very powerful keynote um it was powerful sessions we saw joe melendrez nice and most of the most actually i think all of my teens hadn't seen him before and yo it was it was a party y'all know it was a catholic party um and then actually hannah won a t-shirt they threw her joe melendrez threw a t-shirt into the crowd threw it right to Hannah. oh my goodness <laughs> she was so hype which which t-shirt was it it was the one that says bless the long sleeve yes yes uh and then yeah so we had youth day and then we had disneyland of course we did all the disney things we oh dude oh i was tired at the end of the day <laughs> i was so tired there was normally my kids so my teens roast me a lot that's their love language i guess and, <laughs> i guess <laughs> and at the end of the day 
um, one of the teens said something to me. And normally, you know, like when a teen roasts you, you kind of like have a witty comment back or you mm-hmm. laugh or you say something. They they roasted me. They're like, oh, Anna doesn't have energy and she had a Red Bull. Ooh. And I like just looked at them. You just stared <laughs> at them. I just stared at them and I didn't say a word. And I think they felt bad and then I felt bad because they felt bad. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Uh, but no, it was really good. We didn't get to ride Rise of the Resistance. Oh. But Galaxy's Edge is insane. Dude, what, what position were you? Dude, okay. So I was a, I was a gunner first. And the smugglers ran? Yeah. Guys? And then I was a pilot. Oh. Isn't Yo. being a pilot awesome? You feel so powerful because <laughs> you're literally steering the ship that you've like seen in movies and stuff like that. And you like, literally feel like you're in the movie. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was co-pilots with Vinny, one of my teens, and we were like fist bumping each other and be like, "Let's go, gunners! You got that! Let's go!" <laughs> Apparently, being a gunner and an engineer kind of sucks because you all you're doing is pushing a button. But like, if you like, push that button well, <laughs> that's true. You'll win. But dude, being being a pilot's so much fun because literally you feel the movement with everything you do. Yeah, you're literally like, steering the it. Millennium Falcon. It's so fun, dude. Like that's wild. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then did you guys, um, when did you guys head home? So we drove back on Saturday. Um, okay. We actually stopped in Bakersfield. My parents, my lovely, lovely parents uh, made a home cooked meal for mm. everyone, all my teens. Um, and so it was nice to have a home cooked meal after having like all this kind of fast food and yeah. eating out the past few days. And yeah, no, it was a great trip, an exhausting trip, but it was very fruitful. And I think, I mean, obviously, you know Disneyland's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of a given. But just to see the joys of, of the ministry in terms of the teens, really, none of them had been to Youth Day. And so for them, it was a first-time experience. And they were so excited to see that the church is far greater and far larger than just our diocese, than just the parishes that we're in. Amen. Like, you see these thousands of teenagers just on fire for Christ. And you see these young people who have put on this event. That's what's cool about Youth Day is that it's put on, like, yes, there's there's adults that put it on, but those that are speaking a lot of times are high schoolers themselves. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's by youth for youth. It's by youth for youth. And that's, that's powerful. Nice. That is. So shout out to the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. Yeah, shout out to you guys. This has been a tradition that's been lasting for years, years, to, like, and hopefully for years to come. But it's an amazing conference. And if you for guys sure. haven't been to it, um, we encourage you guys to look it up. It happens every year. So I think the, the dates are out already for next year's. Absolutely. Um, so check it out if you haven't been to LA Congress before. LA Congress, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, would you like to get us started with a prayer? I would love to, Kev. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Loving and gracious God, we come to you during this Lenten season with meek and humble hearts. May you speak to us through this episode. May you reveal to us what you want us to focus on this Lent. It's very easy to get caught up in all the things that we're supposed to do, all the things we're supposed to fast from and and be and abstain from that we forget to focus on you, Lord. Christ, bring us back to you. May our listeners, as well as us, use this season to come back to you, Lord. Use this season to renew our lives in you, Christ. May we die to self in order to rise with you on Easter, Lord. We pray in thanksgiving for our listeners. We pray for their Lenten journeys that they may die to self in order to rise with you, Lord. 
pray in a special way and thanksgiving for this opportunity to continue this podcast. Lord, we know it is not always an easy thing to get out of the way and to let you speak. Help us to do so. Help us to get out of the way so that you may speak light into darkness, that you may heal wounds we know not of. We thank you for this opportunity. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Roll the intro. And we're back with episode seven. Seven. It's a holy number. Dude. And it's Lent. Oh, oh my goodness. Dude, it was like it's meant to be. Coincidence? No. God incidents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see you, dude. I see you. So we have a few things on the agenda for, for this this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna start off actually with some phone calls. With some phone calls. First time ever oh my on, God. Our, I'm on our podcast. I feel like we're on some radio show like Calling in is whatever. Piss some buttons. (laughs) No, so what we're gonna do is our former guests actually don't know this, but we are going to call our former guests and just ask them a couple questions. What does Lent mean to you? And what Lent promises are you making? Yeah. And we're interested in hearing what our former guests have to say about Lent, their thoughts on it. Maybe some advice they have for any listeners out there that don't know what to do during Lent or how to how to focus on the three pillars, you know, fasting, almsgiving, and, and ab- prayer. Right? Absolutely. So let's let's just call our, our, our guests. Should we start from the beginning? Let's start from the beginning, Kev. So this is Clarissa. Chichi Yoko. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on speaker with Anna. Yo. Oh, hi, Anna. Hey, we have what's a um, just a few questions for you really quick. We just wanted nice. to kind of give some, maybe some advice or some wisdom from our former guests and one of the things that we wanted to ask you is what what do you think of Lent or like what do you hope to get out of Lent or what advice you may have for those that are entering into this Lenten journey? And then the second thing would be like, what did you, what have you given up for, for Lent if you're willing to share? Sure. Okay. Cool questions. Um, so Lent to me is a time of rooting the weeds in Mm. my own life so that I can bloom or that I can bloom into the person that God really wants me to be, Um, especially come Easter time, Mm. which is a beautiful image because Easter is when we think of like flowers and growth and new beginnings. Um, That's what I think it is. And then what I've given up for Lent is unnecessary screen time from okay. until 5 p.m. Until so 5 when PM. I wake up until 5 p.m., yeah. Yo, that's dope. That's really awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. So cool. I, I, love the, I love the image that you paint of weeding out in order to bloom be- like more fully and, and, and to bloom better because oftentimes... Mm-hmm. We, we don't take yeah. the time to weed out. We don't take the time to take away the things that prevent us from growing closer to Christ. Most and definitely. What, what better a time than Lent than, than Lent. this season to weed out mm-hmm. that which prevents us from becoming closer to Christ. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
and especially because, I mean, when I was discerning, like, what to give up, there are so many different things, like, oh, I can add a devotional, or I can um, maybe give up, like, boba or something, <laughs> or do something, like, more aesthetic, like, um, like, giving up all seasoning, like, I thought about that, too, on food, um, but it, <laughs> it had to relate to my vocation, though, because obviously I'm, like, not just cooking for myself. Mm. Um, but also, you know, I just know myself and I know how much, you know, screens take up my time and take up my day. And especially when I know that there are other bigger things and pressing things and priorities in my life. So, um, I feel like it's been pretty fruitful so far. I mean, we're going on, we have our high school retreat this weekend. So, um, I got a lot done. I can say that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you for picking up. And we yes. actually have to tell you something. So you're actually, we're actually recording right now. In- and we're, <laughs> so everything's been on the podcast already. We, already. Is that, is it okay if we share um, your beautiful answers? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, you're yeah, on the podcast funny. again. <laughs> OMG, number two. Number two, second <laughs> yeah, time. Funny. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for your answers. Yes, thank you so much. And we'll be praying for you on, on this retreat. I think when this airs, you'll be on the last day of the retreat. But um, we, we pray that it goes well and that God give, gives you guys with so much grace um, this this next weekend. Thank you. God bless you guys. Thank you. God bless you. Bye, Claude. Bye, Claude. That was awesome. Yo, that was so hype. <laughs> also, can we just say how... Even not being on the podcast, she gave such good and holy answers. Yeah. It's like, amazing. It's just her. It's it's her, you know? It's, it's not literally like, who Claw is. It's not something she just turns on and off. It's just her as a person, which That's I think amazing. we're all called to do. Oh. Yeah. All right. Next guest. Also, if there are guests missing, they either didn't pick up or didn't. Well, there there was a reason that they weren't on it. And then yeah. don't, don't feel like, oh my gosh, they didn't call this person. It's we, okay, guys. We tried. <laughs> So the next person, uh, so our next guest was John Monongdo. Oh, let's go. What's up, Kev? Uh, what's up? Are you, you're on speaker with Anna. Yo. Hello. What's up, dude? Yo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am so convicted right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're just going to roast me? Okay. <laughs> nice to talk to you, too, John. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Love you too. We love you too, man. Uh, what does Lent mean to me? Lent is a time of reflection, a time, uh, a time that we get to uh, to, to to pray. Mm. It's our, really our time in the desert to, to fight temptation Amen. and to really bind bind ourselves closer to uh, the journey that Christ put Himself through, not just in the forty days of temptation, but also uh, in the journey towards the cross. Mm. Um, but I really do look at Lent as uh, an opportunity, not just to Friday, but to Sunday. Um, mm. And I'm really a Sunday person, not a Friday person. Yeah. And, uh, Amen, brother. To, to me, the resurrection is, is truly what gives the crucifixion its purpose. And, uh, and, and we sometimes look at Lent as if it is about the crucifixion. Like we die to ourselves. We die to, we die to, uh, you know, um, to our own vices, or at least our, our vices need to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it it really is to celebrate um, 
uh, the life that that the crucifixion, the crucifixion leads us to, and that is uh, a rebirth, uh, an alive again. If mm. I were to uh, quote Matt Marr uh, yeah. in terms, you know, we're taking it back to praise and worship. Yeah. Um, but, but really, that idea of Matt Marr, Matt Marr's, you know, being alive again in the spirit. So, Amen. so I, I really believe that forty days is not just a journey to the cross but a journey uh, to what the cross facilitates, and that is Christ's re- resurrection and our rebirth. Wow. wow. That's awesome. I love you guys. I hope you have a really great Lent, uh, a blessed Holy Week. Um, and I, 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 I'm praying for your ministry, uh, your ministries, I, I should say, uh, in the Diocese of San Jose, as well as everyone who listens to who is blessed by the pod. So, again, thanks for everything that you guys do. Thank, Thank you, John. You, John. Thank we you love so you, much. brother. Yo, what? I, I I can't talk very long. Uh, okay, just answer one question. <laughs> drop mic. Mic drop. <laughs> what the heck, John Monongdo? Thank dude. you so much, Kuya John. Dude, that was awesome. I feel like what's really cool about even just our two two first answers is that they gave different parts of Lent. Mm. Like John talked about, like Clarissa talked about a little bit of the dying to self and weeding out, whereas John, John talks about, about the, the resurrection. resurrection. It's amazing. Oh, so dynamic so next we have john kellett hey man hey man what does the season of lent mean to you the season of lent to me is a resetting of sights on the lord um not so much in changing the way that i live my life but refocusing on what's important refocusing on what matters um and and focusing on being mindful um of of my faith and of my relationship with god and being mindful of its presence. Um, so in the, in the fasting, in, in uh, the giving up and adding on of things in Lent, um, is really just a, re- a refocusing of my sights on Christ. Wow. That's, that's beautiful, that's dude. awesome. Thank you. Um, and I guess the second question we have for you is, what is something um, that you, maybe you're adding on or giving up in order to grow closer to Christ this season? I am giving up you know what? I, I deleted, I actually did this yesterday, like halfway through the day. Um, I deleted my Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook accounts. Oh, wow. I recognized that I was spending way too much time in like transition times, like um, looking at, you know, stories and just scrolling through. And I, I recognized how much time I was wasting wow. that I could be spending on other things. So did you um, delete the accounts or did you delete the apps on your phone? I, d- I deleted the apps on my phone oh, for okay. sure. So um, and and if you know if I feel inclined come Easter I'll add them back on. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think it really added much to my life, anyways. Um, and if I really wanted to, I could I could go on to them from from my browser, anyways. I want Easter comes along. Yeah, like so if you really wanted to. Kinda, yeah, and it's not like I post much, anyways. Um, so it's not you know it's not like I'd be losing much in terms of communicating myself with others. Hmm. Um, but I, I think it was more of a distraction from being mindful and present in the moment for me. Um, and I, I think it doesn't do very good for my self-esteem anyways to like, you know, people paint this picture of themselves on social media, um, that, you know, I would look at all the good in their lives and go, wow, well, what do I have? And it totally just distracts me from what's important, which is, um, what do I have to offer and, and what can I, what, what part of Christ can I see in those people and who they are? 
Um, Absolutely. I think social media, a lot of times can just bring us into this, this idea or this, this atmosphere of comparison. Like, Oh, look at what I have. That's not what they have. And Oh, look at them. Like they have their life together. And I, and I don't, um, exactly. But you're right. It's like, it's not about what we have and it's not about what we don't have. It's like we have Christ and that's all that matters ultimately. Right. Right. It's not about what they have or what I have. It's about what we have. Ooh. Amen. Amen, brother. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. And, and, uh, God bless you guys and, and good luck. And, and thank you for continuing to do what you guys do. Like I said, you know, last season, this podcast is, is, uh, an incredible gift to those who listen. Um, and an incredible witness to, to Christ in, in people's lives. So grateful for you guys and, and, uh, and happy Lent. No, dude, thank you. We, we appreciate you on, on this episode and we appreciate you continuing to share your wisdom with you. Thank you. With brother. Us. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks guys. Dude, he is so wise. Like he just like, he was so joyful to hear yeah. that it's being shared because mm-hmm. he was like, oh, like, that's funny. But he's also like, yeah, no, anything for the kingdom. <laughs> and I think that's what's cool about our guests. That mindset of just anything that, you know, even though I didn't know what I was about to say, but like whatever comes out, if this is going to help build up the kingdom, then I'm all for it. I Dude, love that. Attitude. This is such a joy. And here we have Katrina Antonio. What does Lent mean to you? And then the second question is, what's a Lent promise you've made or what's something you've chosen to give up? So Lent for me before, um, like two years ago, Lent to me was just kind of like, oh man, like I'm going, I'm going to have to like give up stuff. And then I'm going to have to like give up something that's good Mm. because everyone's going to ask me like, oh, what are you giving up? And I don't want to seem, you know, like I I don't want to seem like, oh, that's not, that's not a big enough sacrifice. Mm. And so each year I would kind of focus on what could I give up that would impress other people? Oh, wow. um, yeah. And then I guess recently, well, okay. So Brian and I went to um, Ask Wednesday service at Queen of Apostles because um, it, it was later. So it was like more convenient for us in St. Lawrence's time. Um, and the priest there had a really good point. He said, if you're going into Lent and you're just giving up sweets, for example, but you're not doing it without God, without prayer in your intent, mm. then you're just dieting. You're Ooh. just doing a forty. You're just doing a forty-day diet. There's like no point in doing that. You could do that any time of the year. Yeah. But, amen. Amen. Yeah, but it, like in Lent, you have to have God in your heart and in your mind when you're making that decision of what to fast from. Um, wow. So I guess now my answer would be Lent is like a rejuvenation time, I guess, for me to like refocus, like remember who is the center of all things. Um, And then he also, I'm just feeling his whole homily right now. He said, (laughs) it was a really good homily. He said that, um, you know how the, how we get ashes and the thing is to dust you will return yes remember you are dust and to dust you shall return yeah that never made sense to me (laughs) i was like that's kind of rude like (laughs) (laughs) a little morbid a little dark Did, did he explain it yeah he did so he said um dust is worthless to you right like we always like sweep away dust you're trying to get rid of dust Mm-hmm. But with 
God. God is what makes you human. God, without so without God, you're just dust. But with God, that it that is what gives you life. That it was that's what gives you soul. Um, oh my so, gosh! Right? It was like one of the best homilies I've heard in a while. Yo, Amen. wow, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So I guess now Lent is like it's a time for me to get God back into my life because. Mm-hmm. Throughout the whole year, you know, like things are so busy um, and they tell you to take like spiritual nourishment and like time for yourself and retreats. But like Lent is like that time to refocus and like it's kind of like your own retreat um, to come back to God. Amen. I love what you said. Refocus and remember. You know, that's amazing. Wow. Thank you for sharing. That's amazing. Thank Thank you. you so much, dude. Thanks, Father Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. Well, thanks for talking with us, and we'll see you later. Okay, see you guys. Next, we have Therese Nguyen. What does Lent mean to you? And then the second one is, what's a Lent promise that you've made this Lent or something that you've chosen to give up? Um, Okay, so what Lent really means to me is it's a time to really reconnect um, my relationship with the Lord. And um, it's it's a really good time to focus on that personal relationship with Christ because so often I get lost in um, connecting with other people and serving Christ through other people that I forget that aside from that horizontal aspect of faith, you have to have that vertical aspect of faith as well. And so um, that's what I view Lent as. It's also a good way to connect with um indirectly with other people who are going through the same thing. I've had a lot of friends who aren't Catholic who are really interested in the Lenten process. So it's also like a a season of, I guess, um, evangelizing in a way, like um, able to spread God's word in like Lenten traditions. I have a friend who's not Catholic and is thinking about becoming Catholic or becoming confirmed. Right. Wow. Uh, And she is really enjoying like joining me in Lenten practices, like not eating meat on Fridays Mm -hmm. Um, and she went to go uh, get ashes at a prayer service so she was really interested in that yo that's Um, super dope I I never really think about (laughs) the opportunities to evangelize even on Ash Wednesday everyone's walking around with these ashes on their forehead it's like a conversation starter or like you're in the grocery Mm -hmm, store and you're mm -hmm. like yo that's a Catholic right there Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and then you also recognize all your fellow Catholics and you're like, hey, <laughs> hashtag, <Yeah>. hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. I love yes. it. Yes. Is there a Lenten promise that you've made or something that you've given up? Um, I think uh, I've, I've, for Lent this year, I haven't really decided on a specific thing I'm going to do or, or give up. Uh, I'm thinking more of adding. Mm. So instead of giving up something, I think I was thinking of adding more time in prayer mm. or um, more quiet time at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because so often, like at the end of the day, the first thing that I do, um, well, I pray before I sleep, but there are also times where I'll be on my phone up until the point where I actually fall asleep. Um, and so instead of doing that, maybe just putting my phone on silent, putting the world on silent, I guess, and. Um, just being still and being with God. Amen. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I was just curious about um, what you two uh, answered in regards to those two questions. 
Oh, that's great. No, thank you for asking. Yeah, we actually haven't answered that question ourselves. Yes. So, so Anna, please take it away. Lent, Lent <laughs> means to me, um, similar to Katrina, I think in the past, it was a, it was very much about ego. It was very much about pride. Like, oh, like mm-hmm. I'm going to do this because I'm a super good Catholic and I'm going to give up all these things. It was one year, actually, I it was a giant Lenten like, fail. Like I took an L that year. Was I had a list of things that I was gonna do? It was a list of thirty-two things. Who did I think that I was? <laughs> I needed to look at this list to remember because I was trying to be so holy. But in the process of that, I was like becoming prideful and egotistical, and I was it was I was becoming the opposite of holy. Yeah. Um, just because I was trying so hard to be this image of a good Catholic that I thought people wanted me to be, rather than just focusing on my relationship with Christ, and so. What Lent means to me is getting back to the basics, getting back to just having pure conversations with Christ and being like, no, dude, I want to like, that dude was referring to Christ, (laughs) but like, no, dude, like, I want to get to know you again. I want to like, like, just like a relationship, I want to have conversations with you and get to know you better. And I I want you to know my heart and I want you to know my hurts and my struggles and Mm -hmm. let's just be vulnerable with each other. And so- That's what Lent means to me. It means refocusing on our relationship with Christ. It means refocusing on why we do what we do and why we even believe in God. Yeah. Like back to the basics. Amen. And a uh, Lenten promise that I've made, I didn't want to share. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but of course you asked and I'm not going to not answer you. Um, one of the things that I'm doing is that I'm actually only wearing one pair of shoes all of Lent. Um, which... <sighs> That's actually the first time I've ever heard something like that. That's actually really cool. It's very unique. Wait, yeah. which pair? Um, they're my Tevas. They are sandals. Ooh, okay. Um, and the reason I wanted to do this, I I'm a big shoe like I'm a big shoe person. I'm Enthusiast, a sneakerhead. Yeah. Like I'm all about the sh- my shoe game, and so it w- was something that I wanted to do in order to humble myself to have only one pair of shoes all of Lent, and to really challenge myself to. I don't know, not focus on like my image as much, not focus on what other people see me as or like, mm. oh, on a shoe game is flames. It's like, what if on a shoe game is just like just Anna? And so yeah. I wanted it to become more than just Anna focus on herself. And this is a little bit, this is one sacrifice. I mean, I'm, I'm doing some other things that I want to keep private, but this is one thing I'm doing in order to die to self and, and make myself make, what is it? The phrase... I mean, very simply, it's less of me, more of him. Yeah. And so I think that's what I'm trying to get back you might, to. You can decrease so he can increase. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even something as, as simple as one pair of shoes all of Lent. So, but yeah, thank you for asking. Thank Kev, you for asking. Kev. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't answer. Um, no, so for Lent for me, is, I think it's just, I mean, I can't do better than what you said. So I can't, I, I'll, my, I might reiterate some of the things that you've that have been shared and that Anna just shared, but um, it's really just for me a, a time to kind of recenter my life on on Christ because I feel like, especially working for the church, we can get co- get so caught up in in the logis- some logistical things um, and kind of mm-hmm. ministry turns more into a job than a ministry, you know. Um, and so it's a time for me to really self reflect, um, flush myself of anything that leads me astray. Right. Um, I mean, these forty days 
are exactly what they represent, right? So the 40, whenever there's 40 in the Bible, right, it means some sort of transformation is happening, right? So 40 days before the Israelites could enter the promised land or 40 days before um, when Jesus himself, you know, prepared for his public ministry by going into the desert. So um, I'm really taking these 40 days into account and kind of growing, and I guess I'll include what I'm doing as well, but I'm also, I want to grow more intimate with our Lord um, in preparation for his resurrection, right? Ooh. I want to spend more time in prayer, spend more time in adoration, whether that means a holy hour or um, going to mass that day, sliding into the DM, um, but also taking care of um, time, right? So I'm, I'm, I want to be very conscious about time, more so in regards to balancing it out with, with ministry and with family and with friends um, and kind of re recentering that time because sometimes it can get very... Um, scattered you know where you spend your time and some the if the balance is off then then you get hurt people get hurt and um, i just want to make sure that my life is well balanced um and at the same time you know take care of my body i feel like um you know it, it shouldn't take this motivation in order to become a healthier person you know and i don't want it to be you know spiritual dieting i want it to actually be fasting and and sacrifice but um, i'm taking these few days or these next 40 days to kind of really look at what i'm putting into my body you know god wants us to be healthy mind body and soul mm. and so i really want to make sure i take care of the temple that he graced us with you know um mm -hmm. so so yeah that's i guess that's what i'm doing for lent this this season thank you for asking turkeys awesome. yeah of course i was just curious <laughs> <Of> course, <laughs> no, that was so great i oh, mean you're I'm, wonderful I'll, I'll pray for you guys and wish you the best of luck with your Lent to Promises and everything, yeah. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much Therese. Um, we're praying for you. We're praying for Ryan out there. Um, and we hope you have an amazing Lenten season. Yeah. Amen. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later, Therese. All right. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Miss you guys. Miss you too. <laughs> Bye. And now we're calling Jenny Rose Jalik. So for me, I think Lent isn't just about suffering. I don't think we... It's a I understand it's the dying of ourselves to make room for Christ. But I think in reality, Lent is really just about, you know, traveling with our Lord in his suffering and realizing that everything that he's done for us during Lent, his sacrifices, his travel to the cross, was made for us. And so even though we talk about suffering and, you know, the giving or like dying of ourselves, I think the main point of Lent is to recognize God's love for us. Mm. Mm. I think that, okay? no, no, that's great. I think oftentimes we forget that we forget that it all comes back to God's love. Like we make Lent complicated. Yes. I think Catholics make Lent complicated. Got to be honest. I think sometimes we get caught up in everything we're doing and saying and trying to change about our lives that we forget that His love has never left us. Yes, exactly. And so that's why it's like I get that you know we we talk about our sacrifices. What is it that we're giving up? But all of this is just to remember that God loves us. Mm. Amen, sister. <laughs> and if you if you don't mind sharing, what is something that you've given up or something that you're doing for Lent? Ah, uh, okay. So I think during Lent, really, it's just about looking at some of my vices and recognizing that and trying to give a lot of it up. Um, for me, one of my vices is spending. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, I love to spend on food and I love to spend on clothes. And I realize that, you know, it isn't necessary. 
And so when I think about when I'm about to purchase something or when I'm about to buy like a certain item, whether it's clothing, shoes, or food, I kind of think about those who are less fortunate and how they're able to live without. So mm. why am I not able to live without? Mm. And so I've been trying to keep a promise to myself to spend less than $100 a week. I don't even think I told Kevin this, but I'm trying not to spend like more than 100 because I realize I don't need more than that. Dude, that's right. During the week, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, and also just kind of like um, improving my health and taking care of things that I've been putting off. Because I, sometimes I can be a slacker. And during this time, it's really just to take care of the things that you need, that needs to be taken care of. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. And Yeah, of course. <laughs> thank you. All right. You're welcome. All right. Well, see you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So now we have Shailene Sager. Shabebe. Sahir Sager. Lent to me is saying yes to Jesus and walking with him um, in the desert. Um, and also just, I'd say, in summary, also just refining and purifying my heart and allowing whatever God wants me to experience um, during this time in the desert to be united with him so that I can understand Christ's heart more. Um, mm. So in summary, uniting whatever sufferings, whatever joy, whatever experiences I have more intimately with Christ um, and more dependently on him. That's what I'd say Lent. This season of Lent is to me, it's a season of growth, renewal, refinement, and purifying of the heart. Ooh, wow. I, I love, love that. that. So we also have, if you if you don't mind answering this question, um, what is something that you've either given up for Lent or a Lenten promise you've made um, or added on in order to grow in your relationship with Christ? It's funny you ask because <laughs> this was my New Year's resolution. Oh, okay. Um, this is cool to help me actually with my, one of my resolutions. I failed miserably, so... This is my attempt to try again okay. and to not give up on it. But <laughs> what I gave up for yes. yes. What I gave up for Lent this year is the snooze button. The snooze um, button. Wow. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. And the reason being is because I really want to discipline myself more in being a morning person and waking up, but really offering my morning Jesus and giving myself that time to either read, reflect, go to daily mass, and also um, just, you know, not have that comfort of falling back to sleep, mm. you know, like, and so it takes a lot of discipline. It's easy for some people, but struggle for me. So I really like the first alarm, I'm trying to train myself to wake up and then just start my day off with like deep reflection with God. Amen. Wow. Yo, that's rad. That's I respect awesome. it. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast again. <laughs> and for sharing that. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Shay. No problem, guys. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on. And we'll see you soon, I'm sure. Praying for you both. Praying for you Take as care. well. Praying for you, friend. God bless, Shay. Dude, this is really, really cool having all these guests back on the podcast. It is. And just their insight on on Lent and yeah, it's awesome. I feel like okay, low key. I feel like this is 
the Catholic version of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm not funny. even a Marvel person. I'm not even a superhero movie person. But like hearing all these people speak, it's like yo, Avengers yeah. assemble or something. I don't know what do they say. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. <laughs> Avengers assemble. This is tight. This is cool. Next, we have Anna Brown. Uh, Lent is a time of reflection. Um, it's a time of. It's actually one of the periods of the year where it uh, requires, at least on my part, like lots of prayer. In fact, it's so crazy um, because hearing one of my spiritual directors, he said that this is one of the times where the evil one attacks us the most, even when we don't feel it. And so today, for some reason, today, for some reason, because tonight's Coromdale, I don't know why, but I was like, I don't want to go to Coromdale. Like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And then it's crazy because my goddaughter then reached out. She's like, Donna, you guys know her. She's like, Oh, are you going to Prime Day? And I'm like, Ugh. like I, I'm like real straight up with her. I told her I don't know, like I'm kind of lazy because I'm trying to catch up with sleep. But then I'm also like, do I really want to go? Like it's just finding the motivation to the things that will lead me closer to Christ. Like it's crazy how the evil one is like trying to brainwash me. So mm. Lent is sort of like a time of just deep prayer. So I, you know, it's funny. I'm, you know, I'm actually going to be on my way soon. But yeah, it's it's crazy how the evil one work during this time so wow. yeah that's such that's such a beautiful insight because i it's funny enough i had the same thoughts as far as quorum deo earlier today and yesterday um where i was like you know really? what like i'm not feeling it like i don't really know and you're so right it's so sinister the way the evil one works sometimes where we don't even realize it mm. where it's like why right. where is this desire not to go coming from right right yeah like, yeah here, and mine is just out of laziness and tiredness but i mean i'm, I'm like low-key i'm like why why did i even like i'm usually like pumped up but yeah mm. amen just, amen yeah, i respect that i respect but, that so and so yeah thank you so much for sharing that and so their second question is um is that anything that you'd be open to sharing what is there anything that you're specifically giving up or adding on um during this lenten season yeah sure um one of the so I think it was Bishop Barron. Some, something about, in fact, this is like the first time that I'm actually trying to give up something. So one of the things that I found lately was at least something that I love doing is when I crave something, like let's say in the middle of the night, I crave McDonald's. I will do everything in my power to go to McDonald's. I don't care if they're closed. I will sit in front of McDonald's until I get my McDonald's. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like it's, yeah. it's a determination. Or if I'm craving fog, like who wants to go to fog? Let's go to fog. Like I have no... Like, nothing is in my way if I crave something. So mm. what I started doing was, um, like, it, let's say if I crave, like, in and out which is something that I've been craving for some odd reason, I would go buy it. But then what would happen is I would give it away to somebody instead. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, like, today it was so crazy. I was, like, craving boba. And then I was like, nope. Don't you dare think about it. So I was so close to go getting both. Wow. <laughs> but I didn't because like, the craving went away. The craving went away. So yeah, that's something that I'm going to yeah try doing. That's so, that's awesome. so cool. Of Where's course, it? yes. Perfect. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> I got the part where I said I'm dying like over and over. And over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. I'll add, I'll add like one or two or five in. It's okay. <laughs> Is it yeah, really? No, that's totally is it really a call with Anna Brown if she doesn't say I'm, I'm freaking dead? dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh, yeah, but no, thanks. Yeah, I think that brings God glory. Yeah, of course. 
No, Maybe thank you. We appreciate you. you. We appreciate you being on. Correct. Thank you uh, so keep much. Keep on going, y'all. Y'all are doing great, great work. Praying oh, for you guys. Oh, even thank extra you. Thank you. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. We're praying for you, too, and we'll, we'll, we hope to see you soon. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. God Bye. Bye. She's great, dude. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. I love Anna. Her energy, like, I'm freaking dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love her. So now we're going to call Katie Sullivan. Lent, to me, is a time of restarting my faith. Mm. I feel like it's a, not restart, I guess. On the past year, like from Lent to Lent, and see where I struggled in that promise that I made last Lent, or that we oh. essentially recommit ourselves to every Lent, believing in our Lord and that he died for our sins. Um, yeah, so to me, the point of Lent is to reflect, to refresh, and to continue my journey closer to our Lord. Amen. I dig it. That's I amazing. dig it. If you're okay with sharing, would um, is there anything that you... Um, gave up or maybe are adding on to your to your life in order to grow closer to our Lord this Lenten season? Yes. So to grow closer to Christ this Lent, I am fasting from meat, which is one thing where I oh. have failed in the past. Lent. Wow. For all 40 days. <laughs> and Yes, all wow. of the days. Okay. And Yo in that way every time I let's say like want meat or like it's easier just to like eat something that's meat just to reflect back to our Lord and spend that time in prayer instead of that time of uh, temptation and wanting it's a simple thing like meat but it's that whole like temptation to like then to turn back to our Lord Mm. Um, and then along with that doing um, daily Lenten reflections that our parish has in this thing they call the little black book and they pass about at mass I don't know if it's a diocesan thing or not we do have it at SFOA Maybe. too. I don't think. Do you have it on? Yeah. Um. If they do, I don't know about oh, okay. it. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm doing that every day as well, which has had has been some really great time to reflect and pray as well. So spending yeah. more time in prayer. I I meat. dig I dig that it's not just fasting from meat and be like oh yeah I'm not eating meat, but it's like the times when you would want meat or crave meat or desire to have it that you're spending time in prayer because yeah. I, I told my teens this this past week and we kind of said something similar to it earlier on the podcast was mm-hmm. um, fasting without prayer is just dieting. Yeah, exactly. And so like it, nece- exactly. it necessitates prayer It necessitates more than just going without. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're going without, mm-hmm. what are you filling yourself with then? Yeah. So we actually have something. I was talking to my brother about that yesterday. He was like, oh, like, I'm going to give this up, like, get in shape or, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, Jack, every time, like, you want that or you find yourself in that situation, that's when you should be praying. You should be coming back to God. And he was like, that's actually a really good idea. Well, as if, like, I had come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should tell that to like, the Pope no, or something. <laughs> yeah. That's so I funny. That's the point. <laughs> Yo, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Well, thank you so much, Katie. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye guys. Have a good night. You bye, too. friend. We'll see you later. So next we have the Roe David. You mean David Roe? Oh, you're right. Sorry. Uh, so Lent means to me. What does Lent mean to me? Um, well, I really do think Lent is a period of time where we really get 
to hone in on what really is important to us in our faith, right? And the sacrifice that Jesus has made in his journey through the desert, we go through our journey through the desert and we, you know, we they take away some of the distractions that would take us away from what really is important. And so I think that why we are called to have that Lenten sacrifice or maybe in Lenten promise mm. uh, for us to do something that would concentrate on what's important or take away things that would distract us from what is important. So I think for me, Lent is that, right? That period of time where we, um, we, we take time in the reflection, get rid of some of the things that distract us or maybe do things that would allow us to concentrate on what is important. And so for me, that's what Lent is all about. Just being, walking alongside with Jesus in the desert. Amen. I love that. I love that image of walking alongside Jesus in the desert. Yeah. Yep. And speaking yep. of the the things that we're either giving up or things that we may be adding on, is there anything that you would be open to share that that you're doing this Lent in order to grow closer to our Lord? Yeah, sure. Uh, one thing that I always do, um, in addition to whatever I try to do each year, but every year I always refrain from listening to music or anything in the car when I'm driving. So oh. I drive in some complete- intentional silence intentional silence or just, you know, let the ambient noise kick around. So it's amazing to see, um, you know, when you turn off the music in the car or whatever it is, how much you can hear what's around you. Mm. The engine, um, even when you roll the rims out, windows down, you can hear like sirens if, if a police car or fire ambulance is, is, or firefighter or fire truck or ambulance, you can hear it from like way, way, way far in the distance. Yeah. Um, and it's even funny when you roll down the window, you can conversations that people have in a car That's either true. on the Bluetooth <laughs> on their phone or like people talking I'm like Whoop. I'm like not really eavesdropping but I can really hear you guys talk <laughs> um so it's, you know, that's kind of a side note, but it's really cool just to drive in silence and your, your mind, your thoughts will kind of take form and your, your mind will go wherever your mind goes. Uh, so sometimes I'll the random thoughts will just enter into my mind or whatever is on, is on my mind and just work it out and work it through. So yeah, I always, I always uh, do that for Lent. Um, this season, um, this Lenten season, I'm going to really try to take the best care of myself. So I'm um, taking a little bit more of an active, consistent uh, workout regimen. Mm. So whether it's going to the gym or going for a run, doing something at least three times a week to yeah. take care of myself, take yeah. care of my body. Amen. That's, That's awesome, awesome dude. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being on the second episode you've been yeah, on on this podcast. <laughs> of course. All right, dude. We'll catch you later then. Thank you so much. All right. We'll catch you later. All right. Take care. Peace. Bye. Bye. That was super rad. I love the image that he painted of like walking along Jesus. Yes. he's just. It's amazing to me that we're, first of all, that we're getting to hear almost all of our guests from prior. And, and this time we, we're not asking them before. We're catching them on the spot. And, it's just a testament to who they are, you know, that who they even, are as people. It's not just, yeah. Oh, on this episode, they were this person. But, it's like, no, they are holy people in yeah. their lives. Period. It's amazing what they're and how everyone's answers are, are different, but they're also kind of similar to each other. I mean, it's the same, same message of, of what Lent is. And it's amazing how it brings it. It brings us back to Christ. Amen. Yeah. All of it is meant to bring us back to Christ. Exactly. So now we're going to call Chelsea Ocampo. Um, for me, Lent is a season for growth. It's actually one of my favorite liturgical seasons 
because I come to terms with things that either I want to do more of. Um, in the past, and still now, there are things that obviously I want to give up, but um, I recognize that in the areas where I do need uh, more consistency and just more faith, um, this is a time where I really get to reflect on how I can go about that and how to love others in a way that reflects Christ's love for me. Mm. I love that. I love that too. We, yeah. we've, we've talked to a few, a few guests, but I don't think anyone has brought up the concept of loving others intentionally in the way that Christ has loved us. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you, Charles. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. And so the second question is actually, um, if you're if you're open to sharing, what is something that you're either giving up or adding on to your life in order to grow closer to our Lord this season? Um, for me, it's adoration time. Mm. Yeah, I, I realized that in the past, I would always make excuses for me in terms of having that alone time with Christ whenever I felt like I needed Him. But more so, I'm really trying to incorporate at least one time maybe like four times throughout the week to really be in front of our Lord and to just be completely raw and open and just truly seen by him because it's very common for me to kind of want that in my relationship currently. But I think it's another thing to really do that in front of our Lord mm-hmm. in, in such a beautiful, intimate way. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. I, I think yeah. there's something really special, special about being vulnerable in front of Christ. Um, I was actually in adoration last night and I just, I don't know, there's something about being in front of Christ where it makes me feel like I can just break down in front of him and it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and it's okay. He's like, it's immediate. Like, I know that it's okay to break. Down. Like sometimes when you break down in front of like maybe friends or from, like people, even people that you're like really close to, it's hard for me sometimes, but exactly. there's, I know exactly what you mean that there's when you're in front of our Lord, like somebody just that just loves you more than you can even comprehend. Yeah. That it just feels so comfortable breaking down in front of him. And he just like wraps you in his arms. And like, even if you, maybe you're not at the point where you're like, okay, like it's going to be okay. You know, that being in Christ's presence, that's what makes it going to be okay. Like, it's not about everything in life is going to be figured out. Everything that's going wrong is going to be suddenly made right. But sitting in Christ's presence, that's what makes things okay. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different story because I think for me, even, yeah, just like what Kev said, even with people that I'm close to, yeah, like I can, I can be myself and I can reveal things to a certain degree, but at the end of the day, I still recognize that, you know, they still don't know me fully and that's okay, right? But to be in union with our Lord in, in such a beautiful way where someone knows you through and through, it's a completely different way of of really practicing one's vulnerability. And mm. I really want to incorporate that, at least for the season. Amen. I love that. That's dope. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, well thank you so much for, for talking to us and for answering. And um, Look at these, like, profound an- answers while she's driving. Amazing. <laughs> I am driving, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anytime, guys. Anytime. Thank you, Charles. No, we appreciate you. Appreciate you, too. All right. I'll All talk right. to you later. Drive safe. All right. God bless. Bye. Bye. Bye.
So that's all of our callers, guys. And we are just so overjoyed to hear from our previous guests. Yeah. If you didn't hear, you know, a specific guest that, that was on our podcast, we we tried calling everyone, but, um, you know, we understand that this was kind of spontaneous, so some of them weren't able to answer, but we can't wait to continue doing this maybe in the future and getting them back on um, in this way in a later episode. Just to share, I think what's really cool is that they have such wisdom and knowledge about our faith, and mm. they are such faithful people, holy people who are striving for holiness in their daily lives. And to have them on the podcast again to continue to share that is such a blessing. Yeah. Like, I I really meant what I said earlier. Like, it's like the Holy Avengers. Like, <laughs> these are the saints that will, like, these are the people that I, I really believe will be our future saints. Yeah. Like, they are just doing such great things in their lives and with their own faith journeys that they are just doing everything within their power, within their own will to follow Christ. Amen. And, and bring others along with them. Most definitely. So even though it was just Kevin and Anna this week, we had many guests this yes, week. we had many guests this week. So we did have a Q&A on our Insta, and we actually answered most of the questions throughout our guests' calls. Yeah. Um, but we're going to actually answer two of the questions mm -hmm. that maybe weren't answered so specifically. Um, one of the questions is, what are some things I can do to further develop my relationship with God? What are some things you can do in order to further develop your relationship with God? I feel, um, I feel like to, we may have answered this through some of the things that, through listening to some of the things that our guests might be doing, you know, in in regards to what they're doing um, during this Lenten season, either giving something up or putting, or um, adding something into their lives. However, I think that in order to grow better in a relationship with God, is is thinking of it in a way as if you were almost courting or dating god you know mm. if you're courting or in, or in a relationship how would you go closer to that person you know spend more time with them communicate with them um sacrifice for them you know and and i promise you if you do that and you take those aspects and you transform and you put them towards going closer to our lord and growing you know growing in intimacy with him then I feel like you will be on the right track. So, for example, spending time going to mass, you know, going to adoration, maybe speaking with him through scripture, you know, mm. having Lord um, speak to you maybe in adoration. Um, there are many different things that you could that you could do during the season. Anna, do you have any anything to add? No, I completely agree with that, and I love that image. It's like when you're interested in someone, you want to be texting them, you want to yeah. be talking to them, you're thinking about them every moment of the day, and so. How is that with your relationship with Christ? Are you thinking of Christ throughout your day? Because you better know he is of you. Yeah, like how <laughs> wild is that? That we have a God that loves us so much, we never leave his mind. Exactly. We never leave his thoughts, we're always in his heart. And so think about that. Like, are, are is he always in your heart? Are you always thinking of him? Or are you, are you just leaving him on red? Oh, shout out to Reese. <laughs> <laughs> that metaphor. That. Yes. For real though, I think it's about it's about prayer and we have such wonderful opportunities to grow closer to our Lord mm. in our Catholic faith, whether that be praying the rosary, uh spending time in adoration. There are so many devotions. And th this isn't to say, "Hey, go do all of them right now." That's actually probably not the best yeah. aim to, to grow in your relationship with Christ. Start with what's realistic for you. Mm -hmm. Say you're struggling with your prayer life. Set aside, set aside, start off five minutes a day. Set an alarm, you know, consistency, repetition, like maybe just 
dedicating some part of the day. Maybe it's 3 a.m. Maybe it's th- not 3 a.m. Maybe <laughs> it's 3 p.m. Maybe it's 9 p.m. You know, I know 9 p.m. Most a lot of youth in the Diocese of San Jose say, say they are father. Yeah, um, Because Father Joe Kim started that at the diocesan retreat. But, um, but dedicating a certain amount of time um, just to focus on your relationship with God and it just can go, it can be amazing, you know, for in the long run. Yeah, I would just encourage you to dive into that relationship just like you would dive into any relationship in your life. Like, make it a priority. Yeah. Don't think, don't, it shouldn't be an afterthought. Exactly. Your relationship with Christ should be a priority. And if it's not, strive for that. Amen. You always have another day, another moment to start anew. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? No, you don't have tomorrow. You have right now. So yeah. start anew right now. Dedicate a relationship to Christ. It, Amen truly truly can change your life so we have one more question that i don't think was fully answered during during our guest calls um why do we have a lenten penance why do we have a lenten penance so why do we why do we either give up something or add something on or um amen so like kev mentioned earlier there are three kind of pillars of lent um, fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. Correct. And so fasting is the giving up of something. Mm-hmm. Almsgiving is the taking on of something, doing something. And prayer is obviously prayer, spending yeah. time with our Lord in some capacity. And I think the why is, as actually a lot of our guest callers mention, is that the why is to always bring us back to Christ. It kind of goes hand in hand with our question before yeah. in building a relationship with Christ and how you do that. Everything that you do in Lent, the reason we have Lent and penance is, is because they're supposed to bring us closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. If they're just about ourselves, if they're just about what we do and as, a, just, as a challenge, that's a New just, Year's resolution. Exactly. It's just something that you're doing. You yeah. know, if there's no, if, if Christ isn't the center of it. The reason for me that we have, we have a penance or something to do, some sort of sacrifice um, during Lent is to also kind of empty ourselves and humble ourselves you know Mm. Uh, more of him and less of me you know in order to for our lord to increase we must decrease you know um and being able to sacrifice something however hard it may be um whether that's sacrificing your time your talent um or your treasure that it it's in order to be in line with the sacrifice and the suffering that christ you know endured for us right And, and as catholics we're we're not called to give from our surplus, but from our need, Ooh, right? And so amen, it's easy for someone to just, you know, uh, for a very wealthy person to donate, you know, to charity. And that I mean that's amazing. That's, there's nothing short for that. But it says a lot more when somebody has 2 or $5 in their bank account and they give it to somebody that needs it more than them. No, I think I think that's a wonderful thing to, it's all about, bringing us back to christ and yeah. as maybe we've said that a million times on that on this episode but that's truly what it's about mm. it's about coming back to christ time and again and i love i love being catholic i love that we have this season yes, where the yeah. entire reason for this season is to die to self in yeah. order to rise with christ amen in order to grow closer to him yeah like how cool is it that we have this whole season where it's like, hey, yo, you right now, just build your relationship with Christ. That's your goal. That's your goal this Lenten season. Mm-hmm. And yes, 
with every goal like maybe kev's gonna accomplish it a different way than i accomplish it but that's the rad part about it your lent doesn't have to look like someone else's lent if you're building a relationship with christ if you're growing closer to him that's what matters so thank you thank you to our callers for our our previous guests thank you to those who submitted questions um it'd be it'd be rad to to do something like this in the future yes definitely thank you guys so much um for joining us for our lenten episode of of modern day disciples um just wrapping up we know that um you know just know that we're praying for you and that we're all going through this season together as you heard and has anna said um with every with all the guests we all had different answers and different things that they are either giving up or adding on to their spiritual life but it just proves that everyone's journey is different but our goal is the same you know to to grow closer to the heart of christ and so um we wish you the best in this lenten season and know that um, we're praying for you know that we're praying for you continue to pray for each other we're not meant to do this alone at all um and we can't wait for for easter to come amen amen brother so we do not have a listener testimony this week but if you would like to submit a testimony to be read on the podcast sometime in the future you can do so at the link in our bio on our instagram if you want to share what God's doing in your heart and your life, we would love to share that story with our listeners, share that glory story and just share how God is being shared in this world. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. This has been modern day disciples. Make sure to like, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at MDD podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at MDD pod. Happy Sunday and get your booty to, to church. church. Bye. Bye. just us hey Kev, what's up nothing much dude what are you gonna have for dinner not meat yeah because it's friday we're recording this on friday okay all right love you guys